1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, bulls. In-person
2: tickets to our live stream show on January 31st are sold out, but you can still get tickets to watch the live stream at DynastyTypewriter.com. Come join us. We are going to have a bull fun time. pig. Mm -hmm, Cheryl. Listen, we cover Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff in this. Mm -hmm, Yeah. There's a lot of singing in this. Really good. There's too much singing. (laughs) There's too much singing in it. Good singing. We cover a lot. I think we should just get to it. Let's just get to it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, ladies and jerks, welcome to Love Lizzo. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a
3: podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs
1: fiddling. Hi, fiddling. I am the first ever podcast. And Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps.
2: Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tig, hey. Hey, Cheryl, hey. I'm drinking a smoothie and coffee and water, and it's probably not what people would say to do when you're, you know, doing your podcast. Uh, to drink three. Well, it's the smoothie. That's not good mm-hmm. for your throat. But we no, don't I care. Don't...
3: <laughs> I'm having, as I told you, my dandy blend. Uh-uh. With some mushroom powder Mm-mm. and a splash of oat milk, frothed oat milk, and I am on my way for the day.
2: Um, is it dandelion stuff? Yeah. What uh-huh. is that? What, what is, is that, that supposed to do? Do you know? Or are you just like, yeah, I'll put this in there and that in there?
3: Well, I'm not putting random. Like flowers, and like, I'm not, not just walking outside and going, impulsion.
2: I'll do some of this, and I'll do a little no, yeah, of that. No. I'm in the garden, <gasps> your dream garden. Do you have a garden that's in your dream? That's when you retire. That's today, right. Tig. Shall yeah. we? We uh-huh. are talking about the documentary Love Lizzo. Uh-huh. Love Lizzo is a 2022. Documentary film directed by Doug Prey, it follows the rise of the multi-talented songwriter and performer Melissa Jefferson, known to fans worldwide as Lizzo. Love Lizzo is available to watch. (coughs) Sounds like a... Are you okay, Cheryl? Cheryl, are you okay? I got real emotional. Love Lizzo is available to watch on HBO Max.
3: I, for a second, thought you were really about to cry. (laughs) Because I can't gauge what makes you cry. Well,
2: you will be surprised. You I'm cried? I'm not saying that. First of all, if you don't know who Lizzo is, Snurples. Then you might
3: have passed away <laughs> and
2: you're no longer on the
3: planet. Listen. And in which case, blessings
2: to you and your I could tell ones. you five people in my immediate circle who would not know who Lizzo is. Mm. So, um... Like Well, Cracklin' Rosie, for one. <laughs> pretty sure my husband would have no idea who Lizzo is. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure uh, my sister-in-law, Mary. Hey, Mary, hey, who's a snarkball, by the way. Hey, Mary, hey. I don't know if she knows who Lizzo is. I don't She's think probably listening going, know. how dare you? But you want to hear like a little a bit of a Lizzo song so we can all get... Always.
3: Nothing wrong
2: with a little Lizzo. L-l-lizzo. Little Thomas, Lizzo. Thomas, do you have a little something we could hear? Maybe, um, good as hell. Baby, how you feeling? Feeling good as hell. <laughs> you know, you'll hear it. it sounds exactly like that.
1: I do my hair toss. Check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Good as hell. Head toss. You check sing my it out loud, nails. baby. How you feeling? No,
2: I want you to have this moment. I, I mean, listen, its very her music is uh, about empowering women, about empowering mm-hmm. big women. She she's a big woman and she struggled with weight her whole life and she talks about in this in this documentary that when she was in high school, she did everything to try to lose weight. And it was it wasn't really working. Although there was interesting to see different pictures of her, and at some point in her life, she just decided, "I'm going to embrace it. That's who I am." She didn't know she was Lizzo yet. She was still Melissa.
3: Yeah, it took her a beat in life, yeah. to realize,
2: "Oh, mm.
3: I'm Lizzo." Because
2: for a minute, she was this is my she thing. Was Lizzo. Did you catch that? She was Lizzo. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, she flipped it to Lizzo. Yeah, she's like,
3: nobody in the world is going to know who I am if I'm Lizzo. <laughs> so
2: um, throw a couple Z's in mm-hmm. there. So she she grew up in Detroit. And Texas. Yeah, but she was always performing, singing. Well, because she's good as hell. She's good as hell. And she does have crazy nails. I do my hair toss, check my nails. Tig, I would love for you to before you walk into a meeting, do a hair toss, check your nails, and then walk. In. <laughs> if I
3: did a hair toss, I'd probably throw my neck out. <laughs> and then I'd go to grab my neck and then I'd stab myself <laughs> with, with your the nails. nails. And then you walk in. I stab in. myself with my nails. And then you walk
2: in <laughs> screaming. You're like,
3: oh, I
1: need some help.
2: I mean, one of the things that I really liked about her story is she seemed to grow up in a very supportive household with supportive yeah. parents, and they, they didn't seem to be struggling, you know, whereas mm-hmm. a lot of, I think, performers. And especially documentaries that we we've seen, a lot of performers come from a painful place, where there that mm-hmm. propels them and that sparks them to want to get out of that place, to want to run away from it. But her story was yeah. was different, don't you think?
3: Yeah, I mean, it it definitely seemed like, if I remember correctly, <laughs> but there's no way to know that maybe there was some financial up and down, ups and right. downs
2: um with her upbringing but um but it seemed pretty they were still mm-hmm. a close-knit family and they seemed to have a good time mm-hmm. together from what we could see there was a lot mm-hmm. of footage
3: right we probably didn't see all the footage probably <laughs> didn't the see the low uh, lights
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really hard when a family is in crisis and someone has a video camera and is like I'm just capturing it <laughs> Yeah,
3: and I'm just going to put this in the documentary when you when you become, become Lizzo. famous. I only have video footage of me as a child that is silent, like there's no <laughs> audio at all. Do you have footage? I don't of even you think I kid? have that. No. Yeah, it's just me, like running around, running and playing soccer. And, and is it at a weird speed? Smiling. Is it is is it a weird speed? Only if I was running
2: at a weird <laughs> speed. It just seems like some of those old clips are just silent and. Well, I'm not ninety, <laughs> Cheryl. It wasn't someone like with a crank that was like, <laughs> like cranking. It was just a camera. sketchbook
3: that you flip through.
2: No wonder it doesn't have sound. Okay, so so Melissa Jefferson, what I, I also thought was very sweet was, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa Jefferson, <laughs> which, by the way, it's still a nice name. You know what I mean? Sure. You just don't
3: expect Lizzo to pop no. out with corkscrew fingernails. Yeah,
2: those uh, those were hard to figure out. We have to take a break. Oh, but we haven't even started. Well, people know that we're talking
3: about Lizzo. Feeling okay. good as hell. And
2: wait, what's another one of her songs? My baby been a one of these Tell it to my face. Okay. Uh, We will be right back
3: on Tig and
2: Cheryl True
3: Story, Story, where Cheryl will sing the
2: Lizzo catalog.
3: (laughs) (laughs) On Tig and Cheryl True Story.
1: This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial.
0: Visit sleepingdogsmovie dot com slash wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie dot com slash wondery.
3: And we are back on Tig and Cheryl True, True Story. Cheryl has decided to stop singing Melissa Jefferson songs.
2: <laughs> well, for now. But I'm just letting people know because. They have probably heard her songs, and some people don't even realize that they were sung by Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Do you think that? Or you think I'm just making um,
3: that up? Absolutely, that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> that happens every day, all the time, with even other artists. <laughs> There's no world where 100% of the people heard a Lizzo song and knew that was Lizzo. <laughs> Because even Cracklin' Rosie probably accidentally <gasps> heard a Lizzo heard song. She
2: didn't know it was
3: a yeah. song. song. It's so.
2: definitely right up Cracklin's alley. You know, because it's, it's feel good, empowering, mm. like, th- yeah. this is who I am. I was going to say, bitch. I will say it. Cause she's, she says it a lot. Who, Cracklin' Rosie? <laughs> no, you know, Cracklin' Rosie says she likes the F word. Fun, fun. <laughs> but Lizzo, she kind of calls everybody bitch. She, you know, mm-hmm. she calls herself bitch, and I remember. Oh my god! Okay, this is has to do with nothing. Although, and of course, I, and I can't really remember who who told me this. Sure, why would you? No way to know. <laughs> it's a great story. It, it sounds like you're right on track for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One of my friends that was on SNL a while ago, and they said that. I'm on fire and they said this is a long time ago and Paris Hilton was on and they were walking you know down the hall at SNL and I guess Paris Hilton was I don't know if she was either on it did she ever host it no way to know anyway Paris Hilton was also walking <laughs> this is great story all, all, all already she was also walking down the back hallway of SNL you know just where only cast members would be and you know, my friend said hi, and Paris said, "Hey, bitch." And she she said, do "You remember wa- walking by, going, huh? Oh, okay. Oh, I guess that." <laughs> I, I want to start saying that. <laughs> hey, bitch! <laughs> like, just do a stranger. oh my gosh! Just to a stranger at morning, work. Hey, bitch! <laughs> just turn
3: over to Stephanie and be like, "Morning, bitch." Well, I remember years ago. Before I got into stand-up, this girl I dated like over 25 years ago, I had expressed an interest in stand-up, and so she got us tickets to go see a show, and I remember the guy, the comedian on stage, was talking about women and in that casual way of saying bitch, Uh You know, wow. and this bitch comes like whatever. Right.
2: And I met this. However,
3: bitch. I don't even. Right, I don't talk like that, right. so I don't know how to use it in a casual, no, non-offensive way. Right, but I know there are ways people do it, and okay, uh, I was appalled. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> I I couldn't I couldn't believe
2: this guy had the was, nerve to just casually throw it around like that."
3: Yeah, I remember turning to my girlfriend at the time and just being like...
2: I am never doing stand-up if this is the culture.
3: This this is not okay (laughs) to talk about women. (laughs) So I don't know how I would fare in uh, Lizzo's world. If if she was like... (laughs) Or Paris Hilton. Hey, bitch. I get it now, but 26 years ago, 27 years ago, I didn't get it.
2: Okay, so she was definitely singing at church, and they were neck deep in the church. Yeah, that yeah, band. it was definitely part of her childhood and part of her family. It still is, yeah. And then she, she's so musically talented that she wanted to join the band in high school. So yeah, they moved to Houston uh, when she was ten, mm-hmm. and um, which is where I lived. How old is Lizzo? (laughs) I have no idea. There's no way to know that. I could not tell you. Absolutely. Let's guess. Let's guess before Thomas tells us. I'm going to say
3: 29. I'm going to say 27. Thomas?
2: She's 34. Lizzo looks amazing. Lizzo. How do you do it? Lizzo. But she so she moved to Houston and it seems like she really loves Houston. A Leaf. Huh?
3: A Leaf. That's a part of Houston. That's an area of Houston. A different part. What is A-Leaf known for? Uh, I think Lizzo at this point. (laughs) Lizzo. I think A Leaf was just sitting around waiting to be known for something and didn't know that they were sprouting a lizzo.
2: Well, she. This was so cute because she decided to join the band. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it was high school, or was it middle school? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <not right> <laughs> we, really, we really do these documentaries such a favor. Okay, let's say it was. Let's say when she.
3: W- <laughs> let's say when she was
2: younger. Yeah. Um, and her band teacher if they didn't know what they wanted to play, he would meet them and then assign an instrument to them, which I thought was so sweet. Mm-hmm. Did you find that sweet? Like, oh. Yeah. I mean, how nice when you're a certain age and, you know, a grown-up wants to sit down. T- <laughs> a certain age. You're a child of a
3: certain age. You're a child of a certain Which is different certain... <laughs> than a woman of a certain age. Do you find that phrase offensive? Uh, Uh, If somebody said, well, you're a woman of a a certain age.
2: No. Do you?
3: I was just curious because I had a friend who was talking to her manager about how she felt like since she signed with that management company, she... Not getting out there. Yeah, she doesn't feel like she's working like she did. And then her manager said, well, you're a woman of a certain age. Whoa. And uh, my friend fired them.
2: (gasps) Well, you know, I get it because that does sound Mm -hmm. offensive. Yeah. If it's like, oh yeah, you're, there's no work for you anymore because you're of a certain age. You're a woman of a
3: certain age. (laughs) Yeah. Jeez. Oh yeah. And she said you're not, and you're not other. Oh God. Yeah.
2: (laughs) What was your friend like? Then what? Do I I just get out of the business? (laughs) Why'd you sign me? I'm not other, and I'm a woman of a certain age. I guess uh-huh. I'll just go crawl behind this rock. And wait until I'm, I can play
3: granny roles or something. <laughs> Which, by the way,
0: I have.
2: You know, in, <laughs> in Bad Mom's Christmas... This <laughs> is my third one. In Bad Mom's Christmas, I'm a grandmother. And I'm like, oh, whoa. When did that come out? How dare you? I don't know. Uh, Several years ago.
3: Okay, when did Instant Family come out? Is that one of yours? How dare
2: you? (laughs) (laughs) See? We really should IMDB (laughs) each other every now and (laughs) then. We should have a night where we sit and
3: watch each other's (laughs) projects.
2: (laughs) The only thing I know about you is you're on curb. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I know something, something Star Trek, but you always like it's not just Star Trek; it's something else. There's some other th- words involved. Star Trek Discovery. Oh, is that what it's called? <laughs> is that what you mean around Star Trek? Yeah, like I can't just say, "Oh, yeah, she's on Star Trek." It's it's Star mm-hmm. Trek something something, and it's not Star Trek; it's Star, Star Trek. Trek. You're trekking, trekking through, through the stars. Space. Okay, mm-hmm. and then uh, morning show.
3: Well, we'll plug all this at the end. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> but, We're really going to get back to Lizzo.
3: <laughs> but we really should.
1: Okay, back to uh, Lizzo. Maybe we
3: could go on a weekend vacation <laughs> and just really
2: plow through. I can think of nothing worse than to sit next to you and watch anything I'm in. <laughs> I nothing not makes me happier
3: this. than sitting and watching Star Trek <laughs> or Instant <laughs> Family. <laughs> Any of those uh shows or movies. Army of
2: the dead. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, I would
3: love to sit and watch
2: And you look over and I'm like you. texting you know Rachel <laughs> Harris, like Whoa. somebody get me out of this. Okay, so <laughs> back to Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Lizzo. Okay, Lizzo. So she was assigned the flute. Mm-hmm. She became a great flautist. Mm-hmm. I could not wait to say "Flutist." Well, you know what? One of my best friends in high school played the flute. Val-
0: Braggadocious <laughs> alert!
2: Valerie Palazzolo. I hope you're listening, Valerie. Hey. Are you still in touch with her? Once in a while. Once in a while. Uh-huh. We reach out and yeah. see how we're doing. But hey, Valerie, hey. I'm sure she's listening. But it was always so, like, graceful and beautiful and a little, you know, it was sweet to carry around. Not like a tuba. You know what I mean? yeah clunky old tuba also why do you suppose they went with flautus rather than flutist yeah flutist sounds like you understand what they're saying flautist sounds like a it makes me think of baking you're thinking of flour <laughs> yeah. okay what do you think I of i kind of i think of like potus potus yeah like the president of the united states <laughs> yeah or the first lady oh You're right. That is flotus. Yeah. Oh. Once again, dangerously close. Oh, it's so dangerous. What if you had a flotus that was a floatus? That's what I was about to say. What if Lizzo
3: became Became
2: first lady? Or president. Oh, my gosh. What if Lizzo was our president? (laughs) And she was was like, hey, bitches, I'm about to break it down, and I'm about to twerk my ass off, and you're going to like it. Yeah, if she
3: was twerking. Oh, God this At the podium. country back into into shape, I would be... So happy. Just being like, bitches, I'm going to twerk this country. <laughs> I twerk. I'm going
2: to twerk this country till we're back on track. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do a hair that's, toss, check my nails. Uh, could you imagine even the walk up to the podium? She would twerk up to the podium. Sm- <laughs> Smoke coming out. Ladies She'd bring
3: and her gentlemen, flute. the President of the United States... <laughs> Twerk, twerk, twerkity twerk. <laughs>
2: twerk, twerk, twerk. Could she twerk to that tune? Yeah, I twerk, think she... twerk, twerkity twerkity twerk, twerk, twerkity <laughs> twerk. I think she could twerk to anything. She doesn't need music. I mean, if you yeah. just look her up online, if you just swing by her house right now, she's twerking. <laughs> she loves to twerk. She has my vote. I have a question about twerking. Yes,
3: and of of course, course. I'm sure you are can the... answer it. <laughs> uh, we have to take a break.
2: Oh.
3: We'll be right back Oh my God. on Tig and Cheryl True's story.
0: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive. And start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: And we are back on Tig and Cheryl True Story, where we're answering all of your twerking (laughs) questions. So when you twerk... Go ahead, caller. When you twerk...
2: Yes? Do you have to have... How do I say this nicely?
3: Confidence?
2: (laughs) What was I going to say? The ability to twerk? I was going to say extra... uh, Like, could a very skinny lady twerk? Or do you have to have some extra, like... um, Junk in the trunk? Junk in the trunk. Because isn't it all about... Here's what I think twerking is. Oh boy! Kids, <laughs> I, I think it's about like uh oh, Cheryl's twerking <laughs> in her office. <laughs> oh no! I think it's About like letting go of your Cheryl s- sort of <laughs> your muscles. You don't have to in you your. You don't have to shake it in your butt. Like letting it go, so then it, everything jiggles. Uh-huh. Is that what you think twerking is? Mr. Thomas is shaking his head yes, which
3: this is the most hilarious question and answer that Cheryl is asking this, and Thomas in his Christmas sweater is, and his mustache, yes. nodding yes. Yeah. I think that's what so, twerking
2: is. I think the more junk in your trunk you have, the be- the better twerker you'll be. Otherwise, it's just somebody trying to shake it if you tried to twerk, mm-hmm. no offense, Tig, but uh, it I don't just have enough junk in my trunk. Yeah, I don't think you do.
3: And do you feel like you have enough junk in your trunk?
2: I do have some junk in my trunk. Mm-hmm. I have, I have, but do I have enough to? Would I feel comfortable on a dance floor twerking? <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm my gosh! Say,
3: I'm gonna okay. Say. Our weekend getaway. <laughs> Where we
2: Where we are watching where, each other's Where we watch projects. each
3: other's things. Watch each other's podcasts.
2: Projects.
3: You, oh, oh. Yes. Watch each other's projects. Then we go out at night <laughs> we, twerking at a club. <laughs> yes. You go and Thomas is with us to film this whole weekend.
2: Maybe listen, maybe our live show we do need to twerk.
3: <laughs> Thomas <laughs> write it down but oh, can, can you gosh. twerk in khakis
2: no nobody
3: wants can- <laughs> to see you twerk in khakis asking, you should have said asking for a friend asking now can you twerk with spinal fusion Oh, that's a fair question in khakis <laughs> <laughs> without junk in your trunk <laughs> Lizzo if you're listening hey Lizzo hey
2: Hey, Please Lizzo, hey. let us know. Hey,
3: bitch. Hey, Tell bitch. Tell us if hey, bitch, I... Hey, bitch, hey, bitch, hey. <laughs> Tell me if I could twerk in khakis without <laughs> junk in my trunk. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Okay. Um, okay. What if we were not just twerking on a dance floor, but if we were twerking in a club where there was a lot of twerking. Yeah. And I showed up in my khakis.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I want to do it. I want to do it. (laughs) And then if you're wearing like your flannel shirt that's untucked, then when you twerk you have to hold up the back of your shirt (laughs) to make sure everyone
3: can see your ass. And, And then Thomas will have to pan down to my barefoot <laughs> shoes. Oh no. 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 <laughs> where not where each toe goes into its own little thing. It's just real flat. But it, it just ha- it's really flat and it has like the bigger it's almost like a platypus. Ew. Um, Bill. Listen. Platypus?
2: Ha- platypus. I think it's no way to scram know. clown and going the puss down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I would love for the two of us to roll up at the club. You and your khakis. What will I wear? I'll wear something club appropriate. How about the robe you're in right now?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can hold up
3: your glasses. glasses. I can hold up the back of your robe (laughs) while you twerk. And then you can hold up the back of my flannel. (laughs) Like two good friends would do for each other.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Also, one of the moves that I love about people twerking yeah. is while they're bent over twerking, they look back behind, like, to make sure you're watching. <laughs> like, are you seeing this? Oh, I thought they were looking at their, um, oh, their no, junk in shaking. their trunk twerking. I don't think anyone can see their own. I think that's what they're doing. Well... Snurk Bulls, let us know when you twerk and And you glance back.
3: Lizzo, call us directly (laughs) on my home number, which is... (laughs) And if anyone has any twerking information, please call now.
2: (laughs) Okay, back to Lizzo, the flautist. Her dad was very inspirational. He was Michael Jefferson. He had a lot of black pride and taught Lizzo about civil rights and he really encouraged her to stay true to herself. So she mm-hmm. was instilled with this pride and her heritage and
3: and speaking of black pride, twerking is a cultural
2: dance, right? said the white ladies. A cultural dance. <laughs> I believe said the white ladies.
3: The they, white yes. ladies are discussing <laughs> twerking being a cultural dance. In their ballroom dancing to the song <laughs> about dancing. twerking. <laughs> Uh, May I have this dance
2: (laughs) while we sing about twerking? Yes, Uh, yes, and Lizzo talks about that in this documentary. That's why I brought it up. (laughs) Not because you're an expert on this subject.
3: (laughs) Not because I have ever, (laughs) ever twerked. And if I'm completely honest, when I heard the word twerking, yeah. Probably until about two months ago, had no idea what anyone was talking about. (laughs) I didn't know people. It was one of those things where I would just kind of laugh along. You were like, if people would ask if I was twerking, yeah, you know, Joe, did you go out twerking? (laughs) Who said that? (laughs) People have jokingly asked, "Oh, really? Yeah, partying? Were you twerking?" And then I would think, I have no idea what that is, and then I just move past. (laughs)
2: You're like, yeah, yeah, I did. I definitely. White ladies, (laughs) the white ladies are twerking. The white ladies are
3: discussing twerking on their documentary film
2: podcast. The white ladies of a certain age are twerking. Okay. So Lizzo, she grew up... Um, <laughs> in ladies of a certain age twerking. <laughs> That's oh, spin-off. God. Okay. Lizzo, as uh, she was bullied, she was nerdy and liked books, yeah. which is uh, so interesting about her that she loved, mm-hmm. she would just go and grab a book and want to be by herself and... Um, Play her flute. Yeah. Lizzo attended the University of Houston on a flute scholarship. I mean, that's so impressive. Mm-hmm. In 2020, she got tapped to headline the Houston Rodeo. Which I've been to
3: so many times. Wait, oh, is it sad? Well, rodeos are sad. I didn't know that as a child. It was like going to the circus. Yeah, it's the same thing where it's like maybe at a certain point in your life, you're just quote unquote enjoying the entertainment and then maybe if your brain switches at some point which mine did then it's it's hard to see these animals being choked and and wrestled and stuff but my friend her dad had season tickets to the rodeo and we went every weekend We saw the Judds. I bet it was like the thing to do. It sounds like... It was the thing. In fact, even after I became a vegan, uh, when I was driving through Houston once and it was time for the Houston Rodeo, I felt very nostalgic. I'm sure. I'm sure. And I was like, oh, gosh, I remember it just that fun of even when i was a little kid <laughs> putting on my cowboy hat and oh. cowboy boots and going to
2: and the rodeo and everybody's so excited to go yeah and great singers and great performers oh my gosh crystal gale george strait crystal gale now she had some yeah. hair didn't she she
3: had some hair down to the ground i also saw johnny cash Willie oh Nelson, my god
2: bill cosby no That seems like an unlikely rodeo goer. Well, they would have... Different performers.
3: Yeah, it wasn't all country music. I would say it was country music heavy. But, I mean, for instance, Lizzo
2: was headlining the rodeo. Right. Now I really wouldn't go. I mean, they must have updated it.
3: Where they're not strangling animals? Yeah. There's no way. That's what the rodeo is. Oh, They're not like, and here's a little piggy! (laughs) And then they open the gate and a little... But they could do like mechanical around. bulls, but I guess that's not as. <laughs> <laughs> no, you go to Gillies for that. Is Gillies in, da- is, where is Gillies? Gillies was in Pasadena, or as, as a kid, we called it Passa Stinky Dina, mm. because it was in an industrial area, so it, it stunk. But Gillies burned down. If you saw Urban Cowboy. Which I did. Oh my gosh, it was one of my
2: god, favorite movie. God dang it, that movie was so sexy. Oh my god. Uh, Deborah Winger. And she gets on, on the bull in slow motion and rides in a tank. Cheryl.
3: <laughs> Cheryl. Well, you can't help. But Cheryl's the acting it out. Well, because anyway, she, yeah. Nah. She's such an incredible actress. And John Travolta.
2: John Travolta. Oh my god. Hot as the day is long in that thing. Drinking those um Lone Star beers. Wow, that sounds fun. But I didn't realize this wasn't in um, Texas Gillies. I thought there was a Gillies in Texas. Yeah,
3: Pasadena. Oh,
2: Pasadena, Texas?
3: Texas, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about just down the
2: street. No, no, no.
3: That's (laughs) not an industrial area.
2: (laughs) I was wondering. I was like, I don't know. It seems, you
3: know. (laughs) Well, remember in Urban Cowboy um, when uh, he's... Leaving and driving, and he's driving past all of those smokestacks. oh, I don't remember that part. I only remember the the bull and her riding the bull and motion. Clearly, that did on, something on for like, you, like the lowest. Yes, Cheryl. Yes, just sit still. <laughs> but anyway, that's what everyone called Pass a Stinky Dina, mm. and that's where Mickey Gill- well, That's where Gillies was. All right. Well, now now we know.
2: Everyone, check out Urban Cowboy. Back to Lizzo. So, Lizzo was tapped to play at the Houston Rodeo, and she was so excited. This was her homecoming. It was a big deal for her, and mm-hmm. she sold out 75. You know, I forgot a- to name seats. drop. Oh, go ahead. I have a braggadocious
3: alert, and okay. then we'll go back to this. Okay. I met Deborah Winger. Doo, 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 doo.
2: Braggadocious alert!
3: Okay. Um where did you meet Deborah Winger? I met her on a red carpet. We were already Instagram friends. Mm-mm. But we had never
2: you met. We are really in dropping some Okay.
3: <laughs> but we never met in person and she came up to me and I was like, "Oh my gosh, there she is in the flesh." One of the best. And we spent the day together cackling. Oh. That's
2: sweet. Yeah. yeah, now we text. And now you text? Yeah. You know who I just ran into? I mean, I don't want to be, I don't want to, this isn't a contest, but. Well, I feel like it is. I, I'm friends with um, Beverly D'Angelo. And it kind of makes me feel like that where it's like, I don't really know Beverly very well, but when I yeah. see her, I have a ball with her. And then yeah. we text each other. It's like, let's go to the spa.
0: Yeah. Braggadocious
1: <laughs> alert. <laughs>
0: But it's like I don't even
2: remember when I met her or how I know her. But you love her. I love her. And it's yeah. fun it's like, oh, glad I went to the dentist today. Yeah, she's funny.
3: And you know who's really funny? Who? Deborah Winger. This is not a
2: contest. But My she friend is so is... funny.
3: And she started out as a stand up and I found that really? out when I met her in New York. Exactly. I was I was shocked. Um, okay, listen, back, back to, to Lizzo. Lizzo. <laughs> this is how this show goes if this is your first time joining us and if Lizzo you this you're is listening, what we do
2: this is what we do hey Lizzo hey she sold out 75,000 seats in seven minutes she oh was gosh. so happy so excited yeah. this was yes. a big deal mm-hmm. and then right before was it the day before or something? Or at the day. So, it was like, right, there's, there's no way to know. There Even is no way
3: Even though it no is there know.
2: in the documentary. Yeah. But the way they presented it, she was like getting her hair and makeup done. So it almost seemed like she was getting it done for that show. But we don't know if that was the exact. Could
3: be movie making. <laughs> be,
2: we don't know. But Lizzo's manager, Kevin Basler, finds out that the Houston Rodeo was canceled due to COVID. So mm-hmm. it is right when everything locked down. Yeah. And she was just devastated. Mm-hmm. And she flew home. She really went into a dark place and started to mm-hmm. struggle creatively. Do you want to hear mm-hmm. Lizzo talk about her dark place for a yes, second? Please. Okay.
3: Lately,
1: I just, I don't, I don't see it. I just feel like there's people out there, there's artists that are way cooler than me. There are artists that are way more politically impactful than me. There's artists that are way more mysterious and mystify people more and, and, and wake people up more. Like, I just don't think that, it's like the stakes changed.
2: I mean, and everybody f- felt like that when mm-hmm. COVID locked down. Yes. Everybody just felt like, what am I doing? What am mm-hmm. I contributing? And is this it? That was yeah. that my whole chance in life? That's how I felt anyway. Yeah. yeah. Just felt like, oh God, I didn't know I only had that much time to do something significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She really was thinking about her body, her skin, who she is, what she looks like. And mm-hmm. she she started writing songs and then she put out a solo record called Big Girl Small World with mm-hmm. the song My Skin. And it really sparked people because mm-hmm. finally people were like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm a big girl too mm-hmm. and I'm beautiful, so why aren't we singing about that?" So interesting to see Mark Ronson in there. He I feel like he's
3: always around. Wait, who's Mark Ronson? He's the producer. Oh, he's just a a big producer. It's like when it, the camera pans over to Mark Ronson, it's like, oh, of course he's there."
2: <laughs> and he's just he's always by the the little soundboard doing the levers yeah, up, Mark and down. Ronson stuff. I was thinking about that last night actually because it seems like such a fun job. I I used
3: to work in the music industry and I loved being in studios and watching bands um yeah. record and I just love Love, love the music. I mean, when I say the music industry, I'm not ignoring the fact that there's a lot of um, toxicity there, but I just mean
2: the, the actual purity. music making and recording yeah, of, it and yes. the lyrics and the, yeah, mm-hmm. it seems so fascinating. I mean, it seems yeah. so like, wow, that would seem like a dream job. And I'm sure, yeah, and I'm sure it's not easy to come by. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like being a director of a film, right? It's, Like right,
3: yeah. Mark Ronson is like he knows what he's doing up there with the Spielbergs. Yeah.
2: So she started. um, She moved to LA, and then she hosted MTV Wonderland. Did you know what that was?
3: (laughs) No. I'm
2: like, what's MTV Wonderland?
3: Oh my gosh, I didn't miss an episode. (laughs) We can watch that also when we have our weekend. We can watch TV
2: Wonderland. She got dumped by a player on the Minnesota Vikings. You know that show? I mean, that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 to Minnesota Vikings. Do you know that song? Yes. It, th- okay, that was her well, first big hit. Okay, stumbling through it. It was her first <laughs> It was Truth Hurts. Let's see. Uh-huh. I found out I'm 100% that bitch. <laughs>
3: ballroom
2: dancing (laughs) with white ladies of a mid of a certain certain age age. it went to number one in 2019 Lizzo blew up she was appearing on the cover of time vogue rolling stone and then truth hurts gets nominated for a grammy i mean that's all very exciting it's a lot she went to coachella Mm
0: -hmm.
2: which is a huge deal Yeah, it's a big concert out here Uh uh-huh People love the Coachella. And Mm -hmm. she had an awkward set where the music kept cutting out, which seems like there have been a few of those, hasn't there? Even in our documentaries, Coachella seems Mm -hmm. to have problems. Yeah, they need a a
3: better sound engineer. Yeah. There might be someone's like Uncle Bob or something that's working the knobs.
2: (laughs) It's just like, did somebody just unplug this? Guys... (laughs) That's for Lizzo's sound state. Put it back in. <laughs> it's like, oh, I need to, to to plug in my fan. It's so hot. Okay, so then Lizzo. This is okay. Lizzo had a complicated off and on relationship with a stand-up comedian Mike Wright. Do you know Mike Wright? I don't. I don't either. But he's real cute in this. Oh, and also he was her co-host from MTV Wonderland. <laughs> Maybe this is why we don't know. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I didn't even know MTV was still on after the 90s. Is it still on? I don't know. That's when you know your network is
3: really doing a great job.
2: Well, or they don't care if women of a certain age that twerk <laughs> don't watch their network. They're like, fine, this is not meant for you. Oh, they care. Oh, they, they care. Want our, they, they want,
3: want our everyone. eyes on their stuff. Yeah. But MTV, if you're listening, write in and let us
2: know if you're still a network. <laughs> hey MTV, hey. And then in the documentary, there's a part where she and Mike break up, mm-hmm. and she was so so sad. Yes, very sad.
3: I could connect uh, with it because I anybody knows that
2: feeling of like oh got heartbreak. Yeah, and she was. I mean, I really liked liked her. She seems very genuine. She seems like... I mean, we've seen some documentaries about performers where you you think that, okay, they're, they know they're in a documentary and they're performing. And I'm sure Lizzo knew she was in a documentary, but she seems so um, comfortable with herself uh-huh. that she's like, yeah, this is who I am and this is how I'm yeah. feeling and it's not right. meant to please you. But yeah. she had... She was um, really going through heartbreak, and that was kind of sweet because she told her she put on a song by Harry Styles called "Falling," mm-hmm. even though she was getting her hair and makeup done. Yeah, so you would think that maybe she would play something more cheerful to try to get her through. But when you have that heartbreak, you just need to hear sad songs. I was going to say, do you listen to cheerful songs (laughs) when you're sad? No, No. but she's getting ready to go perform somewhere. Right, but you got to get the sad out. You got to get the sad out. I just thought it was very touching because Mm -hmm. she's, somebody's trying to do her hair and makeup. She's listening to Harry Styles and she just has tears streaming down her face. How good is Harry Styles? Ah, Harry Styles. So talented, so cute. So cute. Wears skirts. He doesn't care. Wears a dress.
3: Could you be with a guy that wore skirts? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, I don't know. Some
2: people are like, I would not be into that. I mean, it helps that he's Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's so good looking and talented. Yeah. It would, be, mm, would it be different if, if, if it was a guy from Kinko's who just wanted to wear a dress to the movies? But why? Why is yeah, it different? Yeah, it shouldn't be. I'm I'm asking yeah. you. Would it be different? And by the way, is Kinkos even open these days? Kinkos, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> and you and you're an employee who wants to wear a dress to the movies, call me. My number yeah. is. Ba-fum, 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 ba-fum. Give me a ring. Give me a ring. A ding. So now. Lizzo, when she goes to perform at the Grammys, Mm -hmm. she wants an all-black female orchestra. Mm -hmm. She has the idea of black ballet dancers in her live show. And all of her backup dancers are also what she calls big girls. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, I loved it so friggin' much to watch those rehearsals and to watch... Mm -hmm. They were all so good and, you know, she was talking to some of the backup dancers and, and they were really having, it felt like, once again, genuine genuine moments with each other. Mm-hmm. And Lizzo was saying, you know, we're going out there and we're gonna blow them away. This isn't a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, you know, you guys are great dancers. And one of the dancers had said that she spent most of her life trying to, trying to make herself smaller. Mm-hmm. That even when she gets on the subway, She tries to make herself smaller to make room for people. And they were talking about, no, we're making ourselves bigger. Mm -hmm. This is our moment. And then they showed these women dancing, and they showed the number, and it was just so great. It was so great. It was so great, and the musicians were so amazing. It was just like, I mean, yeah, it just felt so good. It felt good as hell, if I. (laughs) Did you did you throw your hair back? Uh, uh, I, there, checked I, check- <laughs> I checked my nails. I checked my
3: corkscrews.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, she Lizzo always has these very long nails. And then she was going to be playing the um, violin. And mm-hmm. her nail stylist, let's say stylist, had these giant corkscrew nails. Mm-hmm. And she said, these probably aren't going to work if you're playing the violin. And Lizzo was like, oh, I'll make it work. And she did. And she did. and Had corkscrews. Corkscrews. On her fingers. But also, I kept thinking, like, how do you zip a zipper? Like, how do you wear pants with zippers? When you are Lizzo, <laughs> you, don't zip you your think own you're zipping your own zipper? What about tying shoelaces? You don't tie your own no. shoelaces? No. No. I just can't imagine. There are people
3: for <laughs> that job. It just seems so... Hard. When I was, right after I had spinal fusion, I couldn't touch my toes and it was so embarrassing Uh, because I had to sheepishly ask my assistant at the time if he could come tie my shoelaces oh. and it felt very like, I'm your boss. Come now tie, tie my shoes. Sho-. <laughs> of course, that wasn't my tone, but I was like, um... Well, Patrick, who we've had pop in on this streaming show. Yeah. Who lives in the backyard of my <laughs> office. Uh, I was like, Patrick I need you to tie my shoes. Can you tie my shoes? can you put my shoes on for me? Aww. It was very it was very embarrassing. It's very um
2: intimate. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because I feel,
3: you, I, I felt like a child. Like
2: yeah. Like how I did as a child. Yeah. Like, can you put my shoes like, on? like, I don't know how to tie these things. Anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Lizzo does it purposefully mm-hmm. with the corkscrew nails. Yeah. And they look great. And then when I'm watching the film, I'm thinking, God, I need really long, crazy nails. Mm-hmm.
3: You got to get you some corkscrews, bitch.
2: Wait, hey, bitch. I'm shooting Curb Your Enthusiasm right now. Can you imagine if I showed up on set with giant long corkscrew? Oh, syrup? how is it coming with getting me a roll on there? Oh, I, forgot I forgot to ask. I forgot to ask. I shoot Monday. Let me let me okay, float well, it out I'm there. I'm shooting the morning show on Monday. So <laughs> wow. Is this a competition? Dash is alert! It's <laughs> a lot today. Okay, and then... Lizzo, oh, hmm. Lizzo gives a TED Talk on twerking mm-hmm. and how it's been absorbed by mainstream, and twerking mm-hmm. is one of Lizzo's favorite things to do. That's what yeah. we need to do. We need to watch her TED Talk.
3: Okay. okay. So we will, <laughs> as white ladies, <laughs> pull up Lizzo's TED Talk at our gonna getaway weekend. I'm going to hold
2: shirt with your khakis while you twerk. Yeah, and we will learn how to twerk from a TED Talk. <laughs> Lizzo at some point gets backlash for her body and the revealing outfits she chooses to wear which is so great because Lizzo is usually like in a bodysuit yeah she looks great and she's like doesn't care like if you Mm -hmm. have a problem with it yeah that's your problem not hers I
3: feel like that also happened to her when she became vegan oh is she vegan she is vegan. I
2: did not know and that. And
3: people are like, why are you? They thought she was dieting or trying to lose oh. weight. It's just, it's insane. People it's like, like to get you know.
2: upset about what someone else is doing that has absolutely nothing to do with them. Nothing to do nothing with, with you. Nothing to do with you. And there yeah. are people sitting around, isn't it weird? Like people sitting around going, oh, Lizzo, we're in a bodysuit and not eating meat. Oh. Oh. And that would bother oh. them so much. <laughs> it's weird. She works with Mark Ronson. Mm-hmm. That's right. Just like you said. And then she gets back together with Mike. Mm-hmm. It was very sweet. It was so sweet. Uh, she's, yeah. She works on a shapewear brand called huh. She puts a, out a TV show about her dancers called Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls, which wins an Emmy. And she has a massive tour with many of the people who have been with her throughout her rise. Mm -hmm. And that is Lizzo's story. Yeah, it was a good one. It was a good one. It was fun. It was, she's so great and inspirational. And I I just, I loved it. Tig, are you ready for our final thoughts? I am ready. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry?
3: I did not. Did you cry? I did. I did. <laughs> what made you cry? <laughs> this is what your third time to cry.
2: When she was so heartbroken and listening to Harry Styles music. Uh-huh. I just felt for her because she felt like she said, "When do I when do I stop feeling like this?" And I know that's how everybody feels when you're in the middle of something so painful and you you just want somebody to tell you when it's gonna be over. yeah. You're like, how long do I have to feel like this before I feel like something else? And she, it just made me sort of laugh, cry, because it was killing her, but she turned the music up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So she could cry even more, and it was just like, I don't know, she got me, she really got me. <laughs> and then when I saw the women, the dancers, and the musicians, mm. I, that moment got to me too.
3: Yeah, it very touching.
2: It was very touching. Okay, who were you attracted to? Who was
3: I attracted to?
2: I feel like probably Mark Ronson. That's what I was gonna say. He's like, <laughs> why is he so cute? Did we we probably said that in, during Lady Gaga too? Probably. Ah, uh, there's, there's no, no, way no way to know. To know. But yeah, yeah, Mark Ronson. Yeah, he feels chill too. Yeah, he doesn't care. If- We are attracted to him, and also
3: if he and I—not if, but when we're together—I'm excited about joining him at work and helping
2: with the treble and the bass.
3: Yeah, just doing the treble (laughs) stuff.
2: Hey, Tick, can you help me with the treble slide? Yes. (laughs) 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 Oh,
3: that's how you went into that laugh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No. all so really getting me today oh it's time for our new segment this mm-hmm. is only going to get better and better it's called true story talk back is there anything you want to say directly to someone in this documentary
3: yeah okay go ahead mike Wright. yeah you are a funny as hell cute as hell mm. dude yeah and uh i hope i cross paths with you one day mm.
2: Well, I mean, I would like to say something to Lizzo. Lizzo, I look forward to twerking with you. It doesn't have to be in public; it could be in private, which sounds even weirder. Uh, excuse me, we'd like some privacy. Trying to twerk in here can with Cheryl we, Hines. Can we clear the floor first? But I love her, and I love what she's doing, and um. I love her spirit. Oh, oh, you, Lizzo, I love your spirit. I love what you're doing. And I look forward to twerking with you one day. Said the white lady <laughs> of a certain age. <laughs> uh, listen, I Listen, I will guarantee you that I'll give it my best. Okay. I will. And I think I have a good idea of what to do. Well, again, we need to watch the <laughs> TED Talk <I> need <laughs> to, to, to make sure. Make sure we know what we're
3: supposed to be do. <laughs> before we hit the dance floor in our khakis. <laughs>
2: <gasps> oh, my God. Okay. Um, that is all. Next week, we'll be talking about Stutz, which you can watch on Netflix.
3: hmm
2: Okay, before we go, should we read some true fan mail?
3: Yeah.
2: Jenna writes, hey, Jenna, hey. Hey,
3: Jenna, hey.
2: Hey, Tig and Cheryl. Hey. First, I have to tell you that your show is consistently a bright spot in my week. Thank you for the laughs and, of course, the in-depth coverage of the documentaries. Ha ha. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 Which is exactly what we did today. In this week's episode on Orgasm, Inc., Tig mentioned starting a new segment where you speak directly to the person highlighted in the documentary. Then you both agreed Nicole from Orgasm Inc. wouldn't deserve a hey, Nicole, hey. So instead, what if you said something like, well, hello, Nicole, hello, with a disappointed parent waiting for their kid who missed curfew tone? See, I think it should be more like, Nicole. Yeah, she doesn't even deserve a hello. That's the problem. No, just a Nicole.
3: Nicole.
2: Nicole. Nicole. We need to find out her middle name. And to call her by her whole name. Nicole Marie. (laughs) Nicole Ann. (laughs) Nicole Ann, what's your name? Get in here. Uh, Just a thought. Love you both, Jenna. Okay, thank you, Jenna. All right, Tig. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to promote? Yeah, my other podcast, Don't
3: Ask Tig. It's a whole new season of fun. Mm Mm-hmm. I also have some live dates coming up on January 21st I'll be at UC Santa Barbara or as I like to call it Santa Babs (laughs) and um, I will be in uh, Boise March 25th and I will be in um, Red Bank New Jersey April 20th Poughkeepsie New York April 21st and Concord, New Hampshire, April twenty second. Okay.
2: So people can go go to mine Go to Tignotaro.com
3: and uh, get more information.
2: So Okay. And just to remind everybody, I am gonna be on Celebrity IOU with the Property Brothers and it's really fun. It'll be on HGTV. Also, Otsko Okatska
3: has a new her first HBO special. So watch it on HBO.
2: That you directed. I directed it. Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget that part. That's exciting. Okay. I think that's going to do it. All right. Well, should we do it again? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Thomas Ouellette, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Ouellette, with production assistance from Bobby Pearson. Music by David Susson. Special thanks to Gabi Kovacic, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and True Story at gmail.com.
0: That was a headgum podcast.